Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Yes, that could mean you too. The workouts have been designed to fit into your life so you can move when you can. The 15 minutes you can squeeze in before work. The 20 minutes you get to yourself while the baby naps. The half hour you can spare at lunch. There's a routine for you no matter what your day looks like. A reminder as well, this is included in your Mum Mia subscription. If you are a Mum Mia subscriber, you already have access to Move. Download the Move app and log in with your Mum Mia login. Head to move.mamamia.com.au and use code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick. And I'm Charlie Beck. And Charlotte, we've got a little event we're going to tonight. A rendezvous. A little hangout. I'm looking forward to it. We're off to see a preview screening of The Continental from the world of John Wick. Are you excited, LB? I've seen the first John Wick movie and it was fine, but I know that like it's a huge fandom and people are obsessed. And Same. I obviously love Keanu Reeves. Yeah. It's not my particular movie taste, so I'll be interested to see the show. But I think more importantly than that, I mean, we're professional entertainment journalists and we're going to critique a new show. But more importantly, we're going because <laughs> we read the top part of an invitation first and it's like an immersive experience where they're like making it like this New York hotel and they're serving bespoke cocktails and that's why we're going. We're really excited. It's all we've been speaking about. We've been saying, okay, so we get there at this time. This is how long we have to have cocktails <laughs> and canapes. This is so not chic of us to reveal the inner workings. Like you see like the cool socialites and influencers on Instagram and stuff who just like saunter in an event and, you know, take their photo and saunter out. Just so you know, behind the scenes, then no one's sauntering. They're acting like crazy animals. But no one else is planning to get there at this time so they can consume this many cocktails. Oh, yeah. We beeline to the drinks. We walk in, we go, okay, where are they? And how many can we have in the hour? Drink responsibly, please. Exactly. (laughs) In case you missed it, Taylor Swift and Sophie Turner were photographed grabbing a meal together in New York on Tuesday night. And people are calling it the greatest PR move of all time. But LB disagrees. Let's talk about it. Here it is, the entertainment news story we need to talk about today. So LB, yesterday I was leaving the office on my way to head home as I work in the morning, of course, and suddenly there is a photo being circulated everywhere of Sophie Turner and Taylor Swift arm in arm out in New York. And everyone was going, okay, this is the best PR move. Everyone's getting behind the girls. Everyone thinks it's such a big deal because Joe Jonas and Taylor Swift used to date back in the day, but there's actually quite a lot more to it. Do you know all the backstory? Oh, God, unfortunately I do. And it's so interesting when you're in an office full of people when something, I guess, this groundbreaking news drops because obviously the editorial team is looking at every website news outlet, so we're pretty across when stuff happens. It's when you start hearing yells from the other side of the office. Was that what was going on in here? Yeah, that's what you could hear, which is, I think, quite telling about how invested people were in this from like our sales and like admin staff and everything who were freaking out. But even just looking on social, every outlet immediately reposted it. It was on fan accounts. And even not Swifties, like I love Taylor Swift, but I'm not a stan. I don't identify in that way. But I was like, 
oh my God, this is huge. Like even I knew at the crux, but I think I learned more after digging into it after. So as we know, Joe Jonas and Taylor Swift dated for a few months when they were teenagers in 2008. Swift admitted on Ellen that it was Joe that broke up with her in a 27 second phone call. I'm sorry to hear that because I thought that y'all were still together, but. Oh, it's okay. Okay. It's all right. I'm cool. You know what? It's like it's like when I find that person that that is is right for me and is he'll be wonderful. And when I look at that person, I'm not even going to be able to remember the boy who broke up with me over the phone in 25 seconds when I was 18. And the song Forever and Always on her Fearless album is about him. But Taylor Swift and Sophie Turner have actually been friends for quite some time which people don't realize and a huge fan of each other. Mm. So Taylor Swift was a huge Game of Thrones fan. In 2019, she said a bunch of her 2017 reputation songs were actually inspired by the show, including Sophie Turner's character Sansa Stark. And in the same year, they were on the Graham Norton show together. And then there's a bunch of other things, like she re-released Fearless, Taylor's version, and included a new song, Mr. Perfectly Fine, which is supposed to be about Joe Jonas. Mm. And Turner came back and was like, this song is not not a bop. Yeah. So loving it. And then just very recently in August, Sophie Turner went to the Jonas Brothers concert and wore a bracelet that said Mr. Perfectly Fine on it. So there's all these little connections. Yeah, she's always embraced that online, which is very funny. Even before this photo, Taylor Swift was very part of the whole like Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner narrative of them breaking out, which has like taken over the celebrity news cycle for the last couple of weeks because they were saying like she's in a very unique position where she can listen to Taylor Swift like breakup songs or love songs and it's actually talking about the guy that her emotions are about, which is something that most people in the world can't go through. People were waiting for this because there were so many little references going on that now seeing those two women out in a very public setting, I know we were talking before and you were saying that it's a very obvious place to get papped and paparazzi are outside. So the fact that they were together, people are all about it. Because I saw a few people commenting like, oh, they've never been seen together before. Like, how do they even set this up? But I guess they run in the same circle. So like after Taylor Swift performed on SNL, she was out with a bunch of people and Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas were both there. So like we know they've hung out socially together. There's videos of Sophie Turner on red carpets where reporters have been trying to get like some sort of dirt on them. Like, oh, Taylor Swift's a huge fan of you. And she's like, oh, I know her. And like, we've hung out before and I'm a huge fan of her. Like, so there's always been that narrative. But I think that you're right, being out and getting this photo taken. I don't know. I had a bit of a weird reaction to it because it's just so calculated. And everyone wants to say this is like very girl power and I'm probably going to get crucified by some Swifties for this, but I don't agree that was at the heart of this photo. Oh, okay. Well, after the break, we dissect this calculated PR move and discuss how it's changed Sophie and Joe's breakup narrative. So it was actually our co-host Chelsea this morning that said that instead of the revenge dress, this is the revenge friendship and how it is such a symbol of girl power and stuff the men, we don't need them, we have each other. But you seem to think that that's not what this is all about. I don't mean to be completely cynical, but I just looked at it like with maybe a bit more of a critical eye and not in a mad way, because I think at the end of the day, if there's any message that you want to put out there, female friendship and solidarity is the right way to go. And so I do like that they're leaning into that. But I saw it and I was just like, like, obviously, they're not trying to hide the fact that it's a setup. Like, there's that. They've gone to a place in New York where it's known that there are paparazzi outside. It's a hot spot. Taylor Swift is very well known for doing those, like, walks through New York where she knows there's 
going to be paparazzi. I mean, they follow her all the time, but there's obviously spots in New York that you can go to where you know that you'll make a scene. And if you don't want to be seen, you don't have to. There's mm. enough private mm. cars, private rooms, private entrances. That's the thing. Like, if you choose to be seen there, it's because you want to make a statement. Absolutely. And they're very clearly making a statement with the way that their arms are linked, with the way that they make eye contact. If you watch the videos of them coming out, there's so many videos that have come out now, along with the photos that we first saw yesterday. Just there was like, you know, a full investigation going on into this. They very carefully make eye contact with the photographers that are there, with the paparazzi, with the fans that are taking videos. The way they're holding their faces too. It's happy, isn't it? I think she just... Not big smiles because no, I think that'd be too much, but very kind subtle. of... You can just tell she's trying to look like she's having a good time. Yes. And I think also because Taylor's meant to be the supportive friend role, her face is a little bit blanker. She's got her head tilted a little bit down and she's like a step behind Sophie the whole way with their arms linked. I can't believe I'm reading this much into it, but guys, it's there. And Sophie's looking up, she's smiling a bit more. And we know from celebrities, like Reese Witherspoon has said before, like you have to be really careful about what emotion you're showing because one click of the camera with the wrong facial expression, if you let your face drop one time, that becomes the story. So that came out there. And as I was looking at it, I was like, I know that this is meant to be like this big thing of friendship and solidarity. And like, that's fine. It's not hurting anyone except potentially Joe Jonas. But it just goes to show also that these are women that are so aware of their online personas, what people are saying about them and the power of their fandoms, that they knew this would cause a huge reaction in their favour. And it would become this huge pop culture moment that would benefit both of them. And I think that celebrities in that way are very much like us. Like we post a photo to Instagram because to be honest, most of the time we're hoping for validation. And there's studies to show that you do get a really intense dopamine hit. And it's very addictive of people liking, commenting on your social media or people messaging you nice things or sharing what you're doing. Like, you know, we know that as people who put our work online, like there's nothing like that rush when you put a photo or piece of content out and you get that good reaction. And I think that at the heart of it, that's the motivation for this, that they're almost addicted to the dopamine here and they're addicted to kind of being seen as these like feminist heroes. I also wanted to add that I think Taylor Swift has been doing this for a long time. She had the girl gang bad blood when it came out. I feel like she quite She's very she good off at this. a well-placed paparazzi photo. Oh, yeah. Her and Blake Lively a while back when her and Joe Alwyn split. Uh, oh, exactly. I'm not even a Swifty and I know these Oh, but things. you can't help it. It permeates no, pop but culture. But you absolutely. Yeah. But I do think after seeing this photo, I suddenly thought about Joe Jonas in a different way. He's kind of started giving me the ick. Yes, he has done stuff, but it's because of these girls. It's like, yes, go girls. So I do really think it has changed the narrative in some way, at least for me. But I think that they only did this photo because they knew that the narrative was already in their favour and they didn't have to change it. Because think about the last couple of weeks, not just like in our circles, what the global narrative has been for the first time is that Joe Jonas tried to shame Sophie Turner and he's in the wrong. How dare he be photographed with his kids? She is a mother, but she's also a young woman and she gets to have like, for the first time, the public is so on the side of the woman in this situation that it's like they didn't need to change the narrative with Joe Jonas. His corpse is dead on the floor and really? they're, they're just walking right over it. Yeah. I know. Again, he's fine. I'm not worried about him. But I'm I just... know that we've looked into it and we know that his PR hasn't been doing the right thing. He needs to fire them all. But I just, I wonder whether everyone really thinks that because I did see the photos of him out with the kids and she did get labelled as the bad mum. So do you really Only, think... I don't think anyone actually did label her as a bad mum though. Like I think we were just so quick to jump on that insinuation because I can't think of one outlet and I'm, and I'm sure there's one buried somewhere, yeah. but I can't think of one outlet, even the normal culprits, like the more tabloidy Daily Mail 
page six who tried to run those photos of her doing shots and stuff. Yeah. But even if you look in the comments of those places, which I think are, are more indicative of the public feeling than, say, like the comments on our pages or like the other more feminist outlets that are running these, like, long live the party mum, like, let Sophie Turner do what she wants. I think his mistake was it was too calculated and people saw through it. Yeah, well, so, it's the first time I'd ever seen just him out with the kids. They don't like their kids being shown, so I think everyone saw right through it. And it's such a, it's such an old tactic having the dad out with the kids, paparazzi shot, and everyone's like, really, this is tired. And I think, too, the other reason I'm looking at it critically, not critically in that I don't think they should have done it. I just think that it's definitely not accidental. It's also not this big feminist statement. It's them leaning into a moment that they know is going to benefit both their careers because they're very aware of what people are saying about them to the point where they're so aware of the narrative that they felt very safe taking this picture because if Joe Jonas's PR team was spinning about her being this wild party mum who's not out with her kids, if that had taken off and people were thinking that, this photo would have been received in a very different way. In fact, they wouldn't have done it at all because what it looks like if we actually believed that she was a bad mum who'd abandoned her kids, it looks like she's left her two little daughters still off with Joe Jonas and now she's back in New York, she's not filming in the UK anymore, and she's still out partying with Taylor Swift and wearing a midriff and having a fun time. Again, those are all the things she's 100% able to do. But the reason that they felt safe to post this photo and they knew that fans would be on their side is that they already knew that people were thinking that way. No, so in that case, it's not breaking a narrative, it's just strengthening it. I think it's a very good point. And I think that's definitely something I hadn't thought of. But now all I'm thinking of oh, is... I know. This, no. You see, you're overthinking. I mean, look, love them both. And like, I would have given anything to be doing shots in that restaurant with them. They look like a fun 100%, time. 100%. But now I'm like, okay, so Joe Jonas, <laughs> what are you going to do now? He's like, stop it. I've had enough. I'm already dead. Oh, no. There's something... There's this, more there. There's more to this. So we have gone through the history of Taylor and Sophie's relationship on site and kind of explained in more detail why this moment is such a big deal. So we'll link Chelsea's article in the show notes. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. This episode of The Spill was produced by Gia Moylan with audio production by Scott Stronick. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au and over on The Spill Instagram. Bye. Bye. <laughs>